Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing. Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. Today, edible spoons. I can't wait. And sporks. But I'm so excited, you guys. This is the coolest brand ever, Incredible Eats. And they're... (laughs) co-founder and chief spoon seller. Right, the chief spoon seller, the CSS, is on. Dinesh Tadapali. Dinesh, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Uh, Hi, Justin. I'm really excited as well. Thanks for bringing me in. (laughs) I mean, this is a first. Okay, we're close to 400 episodes on the ContenderCast. We have never had anyone on with your product. I mean, like, I can't even wait. I'm so excited. So um, it's really great to have you here. And man, it, you've got a really uh, an interesting thing going here. And I can't wait to unpack that for our audience. Before we get there, though, how about we start with this? Before you launched the business, what, almost three years ago, share with our audience what you were doing. Like, what's, what's some of the background that you had before launching the, the company? First, I love your enthusiasm and uh, excitement. <laughs> Thank you. I really like it. It's so contagious. <laughs> so yeah. fun, man. So, so yeah, yeah, it's fun. And so I, I actually was born and born in India and brought up there. I did my engineering there, and I came to the U.S. for my master's back in 2007. Very nice. It's been a while. Love yeah, that. not too old. Not too old. I'm an industrial <laughs> engineer. You're electrical, looks like. That's yeah, awesome. Electrical engineer. Yeah, that's great. Yep. And uh, after my graduation in 2008, um, I did my master's in electrical engineering in U- at USC in Los Angeles. Nice. And um, and I started working in technology companies in the Bay Area uh, since then. Um, and a little bit of like some nice trivia about me was my dad uh, is a very uh, like like a very different person. He taught me some life lessons which are very useful for me in the long run. Like for example, he made me sleep in a five star hotel. Like he booked a very nice nice ex- very expensive hotel and had had me experience that. Right. And the next day. And the next day, he asked me to go and sleep on a railway platform oh. without any bed or anything. So oh. I, wow. I hated him for that. I hated him for that at that time. This was like when I was in eighth grade. It's like right. when I was young. Right. Yeah. Life so lessons. I like it. Yeah. I didn't understand why he did that. But then later, I came to know that the point was, irrespective of what life throws at you or where you are, the happiness is inside you, not outside. Totally agree with that. I totally agree. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've always been uh, like a person who does a lot of things uh, like since my childhood. Like I never kept myself free. I hardly watch TV. I still don't watch much. So <laughs> yeah. so, so I, I, I like to read. I like to do a lot of activities, adventures and all that stuff. That's just a personal bit about me. And the, uh, the adventure part is what brought me closer to nature. As soon as I came to the US, I loved the national parks here. I visited almost me all too. the national parks. Me too. Yeah. I love to hike. I did some mountaineering. I did some climbing. It's it's very very interesting here, and I I I was as close to nature as possible. Wow. The only thing I couldn't do was uh, was diving because I don't know how to swim. That's a weird thing. <laughs> that's, that's okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I asked the question. I never know what I'm going to get. I love your story. It's so great. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I I love it, and I love your upbringing and what you learned. Um, I also love your lesson. I mean, like that's what's what's inside, right? The positivity. Um, yeah. yeah. So okay. So really cool company you've launched. Incredible eats. Um, the sweet and savory spoons. I I mean, you can eat them. I can't even wait. I get, uh, where in the world did this idea come from? Um, yeah, so 
this was back in 2017-ish, 17, end of 2017, early 2018. My daughter was born. Uh, I have two kids, one a seven-year-old son and a four-year-old daughter right now. Um, and when she was born, I was like very tired and all that stuff. And I took my son to an ice cream shop. Just wanted to grab some bite nearby. Um, and we had a nice ice cream. And then, and then I just threw, after finishing our ice cream for 10 minutes, I threw the cup and the plastic spoon that I used right. in the bin. And it, I just saw the bin and there were like hundreds, in fact, like thousands of plastic spoons and cups there. Bad. It suddenly hit me. I would say this is like a lightning moment uh, because, because see, 10 years in the US, I have hardly thought about it. Now, once it struck me, uh, the biggest question I was trying to answer and I'm still trying to answer right now is, why didn't I think twice before using a plastic spoon? <laughs> Oh, interesting. So okay. Yeah. So, so why it, didn't you it, think it's, it's about it about, beforehand? It's, yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's 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 about it's about that. See, we all. I, I was an educated person, and I know about plastic pollution. I know about climate change, and I'm actually a born vegetarian, by the way. So I never had meat in my life. Wow. So, uh, so at that uh, climate change part, I thought I was already doing something on my part. But on the plastic part, why, did, why, why? Why? It's it's so it's so given to us. We all got so accustomed to it, and we don't question it. And and the questions will come only after you watch, uh, like like say let's uh, let's say some some movie on plastic pollution or right. some. Uh, but yeah, you, you see know, all some, the ocean plastic and all that yes, floating yes. and the animals so, dying. You know, it's sad. Yeah. yeah. No, no. The problem there is for me. The question was: I knew all that. I felt sad when I heard about that. When I read the news. When I did this and all that stuff. But why didn't I act when I had a chance to act? So that was the like a very life changing question that I had. Like okay. I I just spent ten minutes with the stupid spoon, and I le- I'm going to leave it for hundreds of years in the in the, in the right. <laughs> I'm going to so, leave so, it for hundreds of years. It, oh my yes. god! So the, it's so it, true. Then I, then, then I realized that the actions need to be changed. It's not just about discussing about it, but it's about how you implement them in the actions that you do every single day. Like literally. Uh, one thing life-changing for me that happened is since then I have hardly used any plastic bags or any plastic cutlery till now. Got it. Um, I, I mean, slowly. It doesn't happen overnight, by the way. Right. I am not going to say that it had, but the slow progression of improvement is what we look forward, right? That's what life is about. No so, doubt. so, so that's that's basically the lighting moment. And then I went back home. I researched. One thing that scared me the most was humans are already consuming a credit card-sized worth of plastics, or like amount of plastics in their food they eat, in the air we breathe, and in the water we drink. We are. Yes. Okay. So that, that that scared a lot. I mean, that scared me a lot because for me, my worry was I was always thinking about earning money and saving that for right. my kids or my or their kids and all that stuff. But then it hit me like, what's the point if even if I make millions and then my parent, my my children can't breathe or eat? Very it, true. It, Very true. Like literally, literally a lot of places, the sea breeze has microplastics in it. So basically wow. whatever the nature, whatever we dump so far, it's giving it back to us. Wow. I mean, we can't blame it. We can't blame it. We have to blame ourselves for it. So uh, our actions for it. So that that scared me. So that's when I decided I'll have to find a better alternative. I went and did some research uh, on the existing alternatives, like all these greenwashed compostable cutleries and all that stuff. And I really found that there's no alternative, even if there is a, a decent alternative that exists in the market, but it's still not letting people change about the thought, okay, I should not be doing this. Wow. So I wanted to instill a change. So in order to do that, I actually took my eight weeks of paternity leave from my work. And I went into went to like Asia, quite a few places in Asia and India and other places to find a, find an alternative to that. Wow. And that's when I met my partner, Kruvil, in India. 
So Krivel Patel is the this is the is the owner in Trishula. He owns the manufacturing facility there, and uh, and I met him. And we already observed that someone in India before four years before they tried to bring this up to the market, Got but it. they couldn't they couldn't scale because they had engineering challenges, the industrial design challenges. Coming back sure. to your topic, right? yeah, sure. So so they couldn't find how to scale it. So as as engineer, my background by myself and Krivel is also an industrial engineer. So we we figured out, we spent some time and we figured out how to make these scalable. So that was the actual process that we went through. And after about one year of research and development and 87 trials, I think 83 to 87 trials. Oh my gosh. Day, <laughs> we finally figured out a process that can scale up edible cutlery. And I, by I the way, from 2019 till now, we at in, in February of 2019, we could only the machine could only make 100 spoons a day, and right now we can make up to 40,000 spoons a day. Wow! So, so, so that's, it, the process is what we concentrated on. We are not food engineers. We are nowhere close to chefs or recipe right. guys and all that stuff. <laughs> right. So we are just a couple of engineers trying to do something trying about to make it. Make a better so we, tool. I love it. Yes, exactly. It's more about the methodology and the process rather than the product. Again. Sure. Yes. So that's that's how it started. And as as soon as it started, uh, the interesting factors. I know that I'm not a food industry guy. And I like, okay, how do I sell this now? So I, I, in the US, I realized there were these trade shows, the food yes, trade shows. Yes, of course there are. Where, yeah. where you can go visit and pitch your product and all, put a booth over there and all that stuff. And I, I looked into some of them. All the big ones are very expensive and I didn't have enough money. So I like, right. forget it. Yeah, it's, it's uh, not so, cheap. So I, I went these smaller ones, like local, like Northeast region, yeah. North to Southwest region, like like in the, some, within the state, like Geogra- Oregon has one. Geographic, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, geographic related. And they're very small. And I could even call them and convince them to give me a free booth because this will help save the planet. It was very, <laughs> it, it was very frugal. It's it. like, I love it. And or or contact someone who is displaying there and asking, give me give me a shared space. I'll give you half the money. So it's 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 all it's all very frugal because I I believe I didn't have money. I didn't have investments. I didn't have that. I mean, I spent all my savings into it. So my first show was Cater Source in New Orleans. Uh, and to be, I want to. This is very interesting because I didn't have any clue how to go present it. So, <laughs> Got it. So I, I, have, I have never, I have never been. You've to never been to a before. trade show. Yeah, so you, yeah, you gotta have yeah. like a booth, and you gotta get yeah, stuff and yes, table and try, yes. you know, samples and. So, so I went there with one suitcase with few samples and few paper printouts. I just printed it out at home. <laughs> and everyone else and, had probably nice, you know, banners. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So the, I went there, they gave me a 10 on t- ten by 10 booth and I didn't even have a chair or a table. I didn't know that I had to order before. I, I didn't even know all this. I mean, I, I was trying to learn how this would fit. So I immediately went to Walmart, bought a chair and a table for myself. I'll put it in the tip booth. I didn't have any, any like any decorations or any, uh, what do you call banners or anything like that. Sure. But I, I just showed my product. I put, I laid it on my table and I showed my product to the people who came to the booth. You won't believe I, after three days of me talking to people, there was this caterer in Canada who came and ordered 150,000 spoons. That's oh my, my first God. sale. That's the first, first sale, sale ever? But yes. you can only make 100 per day at the time. How did you make 40, 150,000? Uh, yeah. So that's when I came back home, spoke to my wife. We sold my home in California and scaled <laughs> up the facility. <laughs> Goodbye, home. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. Gosh. So that's all my crazy. Life saved, all my life savings. And I mean, we, we went, we wanted to go all in, right? Because right. It, it, see, for me, my. I, I didn't know at that point, but as soon as I met my first small goal of re- replacing 1 million plastic spoons, I was super happy. I wouldn't have been ha- that happy if I had made a million dollars in stock or something like that. Got it. So, I totally agree. So, it's so, so rewarding. So, 
yeah exactly that that passion working out is more rewarding than making a i mean at least for me making a lot more money about it okay so Go i got some questions for you okay so yeah. for those that haven't uh checked out the spoon so it version 1.0 and we're going to talk about the difference yeah. in a minute chocolate flavored and vanilla flavored right so talk about uh, you know what's in the spoon that you're eating yeah the spoons are made with uh, a mix of grains uh they're non-gm whole grains wheat oat chickpea brown rice and corn yum uh, so that's the, that's really the good. base this it's vegan no 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 animal by products or in animal products it's it's a vegan but it's not gluten free we're working on a gluten free recipe right now uh, i mean we're almost there but it's getting expensive that's the reason why it's taking time um and and they come in about two say, sweet flavors chocolate and vanilla and um uh, th- three savory flavors one is plain it doesn't it's very bland because if you don't want to you eat the spoon or anything like that right. and the other two are other two are oregano chili and black pepper oh. so our concept is that we want to replace all the plastic not just the ice spoons with ice cream right. so yeah we started with the ice cream concept and you know the desert spoons and all that stuff right. but as we move forward we wanted to use it with soups or rice bowls and right. all that other things yeah yeah right other now. things because see, see that's the goal right we want to reduce the plastic right, right. totally and just recently we we, ra- we launched our first pre order of sporks i saw uh, that i saw yeah, the sporks yeah. yep and and also going forward by i think in january and forward we'll be introducing the straws oh straws. wonderful and, and and if demand needs it maybe like end of the next year we will introduce chopsticks edible Ooh, chopsticks chopstick well, that's amazing and that one seems yep. even easier i don't know maybe it's yeah, not yeah, but yeah. i don't know it's, it's, no, um, it is easier it okay. is easier just because of the, the design yeah. but okay yeah. so um you decide you're jumping into spoons you get this first order for 150,000 i'm going all in we sell the house um at, at, after that first order, what did things look like? Was it just a focus on that order or were you also starting to get interest from other places? Yeah, so I didn't stop, right? That was just my first trade show. So since then, I went to nine trade shows in nine months. Wow. Because, see, see, for me, my concept was, I mean, obviously selling is one part of it, why I want to go there. The other part is I want to understand the industry. I didn't know what a distributor is, what a wholesaler is, what is the price, the right, margin. Right. So I, 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 it's new to me. Because it's so new, I, right. You didn't have the yeah, background in it. Yes. And, and it's not, you can't find them in the books. It's, right. it's more like, it's like a very old school, um, uh, like what do you call it? It's not like some technology stuff that I can go find it on Google or, that's right. or any There's book. no book so, about it. That's yeah, exactly yeah, exactly, right. exactly. So that's the reason why I met close to 3,000 people, asked a ton of questions, participated in all these small pitches that these shows have, won a lot of pitches, that, that won a lot of PR. So, and not just that, while doing that, I, 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 I got sales from the local ice cream shops, local shops, and I started working with uh, like, uh, Hagendas, I mean, the, okay, like few companies, even big companies also. I can't name all of them for NDA reasons. Sure, but yeah. So, so within the first year itself, and and within by end of 2019, we sold our first one million spoons. Oh my gosh! Wow, that's amazing. So within a yeah, within a year, uh, uh, actually we close to 800k. But I would, I mean, if giving the giving the given the samples and all the free stuff yeah. I gave, so it, it might be close to that. Amazing. Uh, yeah, and 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 after that, uh, COVID hit. And right. that actually stalled a lot. Uh, by the way, initially, I, my concentration was only on the food service and B two B side. Got it. Because because I felt that is where most of the single use need us. It is. I think uh, about salads. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. like your spork. You know, you think about salads and the plastic mm-hmm. forks, and I mean all of that, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. And and another thing is at home. I mean, when I didn't even think about direct to consumer or B two C. Sure. Like 
put putting it on a shelf of yeah. a grocery store because I want people to use their stainless steel cutlery at home. Totally. I don't want them to use this. Totally. <laughs> That's yeah, actually a great I, point. I, I, because, but like in the deli area, like in food courts, I mean, there's plenty yeah. of places yeah. in grocery yeah. even where this yeah. could be valuable. Exactly. Exactly. So, but, but then I learned that later on, but when after the COVID hit, I was like kind of devastated because I invested a lot of money. And, right. I mean, it's, it's I and it's all bootstrap, by the way. I got a sale, I got the money, and boosted the next sale. So it's all self-driven. There was no investors or no external uh, like money involved at all. And uh, once the COVID hit, I had to change. And luckily, just before COVID, uh, in the Winter Fancy Food Show in the San Francisco, we won the pitch competition there, and that brought TJ Maxx to the oh, table. Oh, very good. Big yeah, brand. and they came. Uh, yeah, they came and asked me, "Can you make retail boxes for our stores?" Right. I had. I I already went through the process of grocery chains and distribution and free fills and all that stuff. There's a lot of headache there, and I I didn't want to go through all this because my margin is very low. My margin is only yeah. 10, 15 percent. Wow. My margins are not enough. It's hard to, to mark that up enough for retail. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. So that's then I told them all these problems. They gave me one answer: I will pick up the product from you, and I will take care of the marketing and selling this. You don't have to do anything. You just have to give me the best rate. Got it. And that's nice. I, I like that. I like that. So what I told them: please give me like four five months. I will design the package for you. And I'll give the retail boxes, and they immediately ordered one container then and there. So, <laughs> the so container. Oh my god! So, yeah. So Crazy. that that so that's that's actually that that actually fueled my low time of B two B. So I had time. So I literally uh, read like five to six books. I understood how packaging needs to be done. I understood how website needs to be designed. Thankfully, I had a cousin. His name is Karthik. He was a just a recent graduate from uh, UX. I mean, like a, from user experience and website building. Right. So I sat with him. I used my cousin literally every weekend. <laughs> after after uh, after six weekends, we built our website and we built the first packaging. That's so great. I love it. So okay. I, I sent the packaging to the TJ Max. They approved it and then we fulfilled that order. Oh my God. And the container is off and running. Um, so there's Spoon 1.0 and then there's Spoon 2.0. So talk about the difference. Okay. Uh, so this is something that I, I felt coming from outside the food industry that I had an opportunity to do it. I didn't go fast. A lot of times I see a lot of brands, they raise a lot of money and they go super fast and put it in a lot of shelves and stores. Right. For me, my biggest worry is this is a new product in the market. No one, Not many people have even heard about this, that they can eat their spoon. I want to understand how people feel about it. So I didn't do any advertisements. I didn't do any marketing spends. I just let it grow organically and absorbed all the reviews. I, I gathered about close to 2,000 reviews on this product, on the first 1.2 product. And I was very happy when I got a negative review because oh, I wanted so to... so hard. So I had 30% of them, by the way. 30% of the people didn't like them, the first the first version of the spoons. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I, and it was... It was I, to be frank, I was not at all sad. I was very happy, in fact, because that that's very valuable for me because... I, I made the product, we made the product, right? We feel very confident and very, we, we are kind of biased toward it. Towards sure. It. I, I want that bias to get away. I want to go into the reality mode. And then we observed all the 30% of the reviews. The two major complaints was it was too hard to bite, even after eating with it. Got it. So we made, uh, the reason we made it intentionally hard was because we want to make sure that it's usable rather than just a snack. We, it's not an intention to be a snack. It's an intention to replace your plastic spoon and then a snack. So, so uh, we keep saying, don't snack first, use it first and then snack later. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's number one. That's the feedback number one. The feedback number two is 
it's not that tasty that they would like it to be. If they wanted more like sugar in it or more salt right. in it and all that stuff. So th- these are the two major things that I took back. And we redesigned it and made the 2.0 versions, which, dif- which, which takes care of the hardness. Now it's wider, but thinner. So it's easily biteable, but it can still use it in the in the in in your ice cream or in your, any of your food items. Got so it. that's the reason why the 2.0 came out. And this story actually uh, was loved by the sharks because I took <laughs> it super. Uh, to, to, I took it super slow. I I wanted to people to criticize it as much as they can. I don't care. I mean, it's fine. It's not. I got negative reviews, but but I I got that valuable feedback now, right. and I could act. And I could act on it because I was very small. I, I was not like, I'm not selling millions every month because if right. at that time, it's it's very hard to change. I was only selling thousands a month. So that was okay to change. No so, wow. Yeah, yeah so and, and um, you, you just threw that out there. Uh, people were like, wait, did he say sharks? It's like, yeah, Shark Tank. We're talking Shark Tank here. Um, talk about what you can uh, as far as your experience with Shark Tank. Yeah, so... Um, uh, I think few, one few of the pitch competitions that we won in the in the shows caught the eye of the producers, and they approached us back in 2020 uh, for, I mean, just asking if I were interested to pitch an audition for it. I can't go into further details, but yes, uh, but uh, initially it was not uh, approved because I was under immigrant visa. So this year my visa status changed, and now they approved, and that's how we got in. After going through a lot of process. Um, I was lucky enough, and I really thank nature for that giving me that luck back in in, in the hard work that I put in. It's giving me back in that f- terms of luck. So I was uh, happy enough and uh, lucky enough to go and pitch in front of the sharks in the Shark Tank. And I would recommend people to watch the season thirteen, episode three, to know further what happened in there. <laughs> so <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. It's very, very yeah. cool. I love it. Very, it's what a great experience. And we we've had other. Um, brands on that have been through Shark Tank and the experience. We've talked about some of the, the just the process ahead of time, you know, of, of being evaluated and selected. It's really fascinating. Um, okay, cool. So looking forward, what's on the radar screen in terms of growth in the next six to 12 months? Like what are the keys to keep continuing to grow? Uh, one, uh, to just to give an idea, right? Like last two and a half, three years, I only sleep five hours a day because I do my job and this at the same time. So one thing I'm still lacking is expanding my team. We still don't have a food industry guy in, in our Got team. It. So, so, I mean, it doesn't have to be food industry, but we have to expand our team because two people can't take care of this forever. Right. So we, we get burned out. So that's one big uh, expansion that we have to do. And the second is our major goal is to reduce or replace 100 million plastic utensils I'm not setting a goal, a date, but as soon as I can. So, <laughs> and and and, and the, uh, that number came from the fact that U.S. alone disposes of 100 million single-use plastic cutlery, just the cutlery, sure. per day, per day. Wow, amazing! Per day. So the, I, that's a huge, that's a very disturbing fact, but that's the fact. Wow, crazy, right? So, I mean, really, is. Yeah. So um, I want I want to meet that as soon as I can. And, and I love I'm that. In. What a great goal. And, you know, it, it, it's kind of a, a great brand, uh, very applicable and usable and better for our community, which I love. I always love to ask our, our guests uh, two or three pieces of advice or lessons learned. You, you're a couple years in here now with your business. Uh, what advice would you have for our listeners um, that you would share from, your, from the things you've gone through? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if I'm at the... At the place of giving advice yet because I'm still learning. So to be, I mean, to be a little humble there because but the aren't reason you is always learning. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? That's 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 the advice I'm coming towards too. Keep learning. Though if, if you're doing super well, 
still learn if you're not doing well obviously learning is more important for you then so so uh, don't don't be afraid to take in the steps and follow your passion because that's what propels you to learn more and uh, and and it'll be more rewarding also once it it goes it happens and and just just to give an idea right like uh, it it's, it's it sometimes it's very hard i mean i i saw that it, you will face a lot of hurdles but like in the end of the in, in at the end of the day when you, if you're sleeping peacefully thinking that you're doing good then then what what's what's it what's what's you're not doing anything wrong you're like you're already doing on the right path so totally love that yeah. i love the uh, and, perspective yeah that's true and 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 be happy be content also right because a lot of times in business mentality you always want to do more earn more make more revenue more make more this so there's nothing wrong to be patient see uh, i mean i i don't know maybe i'm wrong too because i'm still learning there so i believe in patience and and proper criticism before you really go big so so that it will it will really uh, help you in the long run because the, because the product has to stay for a long time it, totally. it it's okay to can't be yeah, in and out that's, Yep, exactly. Oh, I love that. And 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 one thing that we do is uh, please think about planet for every step that you make because even our product is 200% uh, offset by carbon and plastic. So literally every spoon you eat, we we take equal amount of plastic out of the oceans and recycle them out wow. of the oceans. That's pretty so cool. It, we are we are, we are approved to be a carbon negative and plastic negative company. Yeah, you need to put that number on your website. As you're like selling more spoons, you ought to like have a little yeah. ticker. It's like number of spoons and plastic yeah, pounds yeah. of plastic saved. You know what I mean? Yeah, It'd be really cool a, to show like a counter. That's a great. That's a great idea. You know what that's I mean? It's almost yeah, like yeah. a. It's. I mean, it's. It's obvious what it is. Like I want to. I want to help with that. You know. Really mm-hmm. cool. Uh, man, this has been so fun. You got to come back on down the road as you continue to launch products um, and, and the, as the business grows. Share with our audience where they can find you, connect with you, uh, learn more, etc. Uh, yeah, so they can connect to me on LinkedIn. So it's LinkedIn Dinesh Tadipali or D Tadipali. Uh, and they can find more details about our product and um, please to buy if there is a need of single use, by the way, please. Any customers, please do use multi-use or recycle or I mean, uh, reusable silverware if you can. But if you have a party or if you have a, if you have a lot of people coming in at home, if you need a single use uh, edible cutlery, then please to go to incredibleeats.com. I repeat, incredibleeats.com. And you'll find all the details about us there. I love it, man. So great having you on today. Thanks so much for being here. And please come back down the road maybe next year. Um, we can talk more of your Shark Tank story and some more of your products. Yep, definitely. Thanks a lot for the opportunity. It was really helpful. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.